Hey guys, welcome to Creativity Level Zero. I'm Steve. And I'm Jim. Thanks everyone for joining. So guess what, Jim? What happened? I did it. I finally went to the grocery store after you did. three months. Three months. Wait, now did you go after it was officially open to go? Because I think right no. now Jersey lifted its thing. Yeah, Jersey lifted its thing, but no. <laughs> Thank God, because what I've been hearing is there's lines out the door for like every store. Oh yeah. At this point, mm. but um, no, I went yesterday, so there was still it was still everything was supposed to be closed off. Um, but I went there, and I it wasn't because I needed food. I could have still survived off of the white rice that I had in my house. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. <laughs> but I decided I was what I couldn't deal with was not having allergy medication. Oh, <laughs> that's trying. true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. I I can't I can't tell if I have the coronavirus or if it's just allergies. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> yeah. and it's been the allergies were bad last weekend. I took yeah. I took the allergy medicine every day for a whole week. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, that's what I typically do. I have to. Cause... Oh. Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, exactly. And it goes by quick. I, I try to take one and then be like, can I survive a day without it? Because <laughs> it's so expensive. Yeah. I'm like, why risk it? Because when, when, when I have a bad allergic reaction, it's, it gets bad. Yeah. I just... I just let the let the tears go down and just <laughs> I not feel guys, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never, I never, I never told you one time. Um, a few, a few years ago, so I was in my old apartment. Um, one of our mutual friends came over and we went out to play whatever sport we were playing, and we came back and he was just like looked sick, and he was saying that he didn't know what he was sick. I was like, oh, it could be allergies. And he's like, oh, I never had allergies. And I was the same way. I recently got them and whatever. Yeah, you can so, them. Yeah. yeah. So in my apartment, I recently bought one of each of the allergy medicines because the first few didn't work for me. Okay. I just didn't know which one works. And I gave him Claritin, which was like the cheapest because that's the one I started with. And he took it. And then like an hour later, he looked worse. <laughs> I was like, I think it's amplifying the effects of the allergy. And then I'm like, all right, can you mix Allegra and Claritin? It's like, ah, just do it. And uh, he just... You shouldn't, you shouldn't be taking more than one yeah. antihistamine at a time. Yeah. Well, he did. And it worked. <laughs> it worked? Yeah, Science. Just, just overload. <laughs> yeah. His liver probably felt it too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what did you get at the store? So, like I said, I went there just for allergy medication. I left there $350 poor. So <laughs> I bought everything. I literally filled my shopping cart with everything. That's crazy. So you're one of those old ladies who I see in the shopping center. Not a white walker. Just a regular older lady. <laughs> and, she, and the cart is a full-size cart. And, oh, and for those who aren't from America or like the States, we used to have shopping carts that were, I would, I would consider single person shopping cart. You know, you push it around and it's right in front of you and that's that. And then we upgraded to what is now the American standard shopping cart, which is like 
you can almost lay down in it kind of a thing. <laughs> but some of the stores like Walmart have upgraded to the jumbo shopping cart. That's right. So that's did right. you get a jumbo shopping cart or a regular? Yeah, it, was a, it was just a regular shopping cart. Okay, I regular. But there was so much on it that I had to hold it. As oh, I oh like Santa. Yeah, exactly. It was it was bad because, um, I find I also I'm I'm down to like three rolls of toilet paper, Ooh. so I was like, gotta just get buy this. toilet paper. Mm. You know, I had to. I I haven't left to go buy shop to shop in forever, so yeah. I needed everything from, mm-hmm. from the ground up. So <laughs> I know the feeling. So you now, did you put the toilet paper in the bottom section, or did you put it in the place where people put their kids? No, I couldn't put it in the bottom section because I also needed water. Oh, like so you, water you got bottled water. water and stuff. So that takes up the whole bottom section. Um, so I have to just put it right in the middle of the. That's of the such cart. a waste. Every all the space. What am I gonna do? That, that's the that should be the last item, and you just throw it on top. Throw it on top. Yeah, that's why then it was like falling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, are you one of those people that you go through every aisle, or did you kind of know what you were getting and go aisle to aisle? So typically, when I go to a grocery store, and this goes, that's in, this is in general for all forms of shopping. I know what I want. I go to where I want, and that's it. Right. But. Yesterday was one of those days where I'm where I say, oh, I pretty much need everything in every aisle. So let me just go up and down, and then at the same time, I put all my grocery list on my cell phone, and I was like, oh, this will be perfect. And then I get in, and I was like, oh, wait, I don't want to touch my cell phone. Rookie, <laughs> rookie mistake, rookie mistake. <laughs> I have to go everything through like, you know, just just by memory. So I might as well just go up and down the aisle. And I did forget one item, and I was upset because I got some buffalo chicken strips, and I forgot the blue cheese. Ooh, oh, no. rookie mistake. No. Now I got to go back out. I got to somehow find blue cheese. How am I going to find blue cheese? Why don't you just use uh, ketchup? <laughs> ketchup on buffalo and What about mayo? Strips? Put some, Yeah, put some mayo and ketchup and then make a sandwich out of it. Boom, spicy chicken sandwich. But a spicy chicken sandwich should also have blue cheese. Well, you have the mayo. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, maybe. I don't have pickles either. <laughs> Is that a requirement for a spicy chicken sandwich? We're not yeah, making a Krabby Patty here. A Krabby Patty? <laughs> <laughs> that always looks so good until you realize it's made out of crab. I know. They tuck it in with the cheese on the Krabby Patty. <laughs> made with love <laughs> yes those crappy patties always look so delicious i get so hungry <laughs> yeah fine who can make it i i he, you know the, i would imagine the meat i think i'd like it first off better if it wasn't crab right off the bat if it was like a hamburger but when we were younger and we went to like middle school or kindergarten we used to get frozen hamburgers for lunch like at the cafeteria they'd give you a hamburger wow. and it had that distinct taste that was like manufactured chemicals. I don't I don't know how to describe it. I love those burgers. <laughs> and I can't find them anymore because they just I guess don't make them the same way anymore. Which is When sad. I was a kid they used to make these like microwavable hamburgers. Ooh. With the bun. You just put it all Wait, in what? the microwave. With the yeah. bun. 
Yeah, it's it came in like a plastic wrap. Is it frozen? Open the plastic, and the plastic was able to be microwaved, but it steamed it. So basically, oh. you know, the the bun wasn't crispy like like a bun should be, but it was fine. So you know, you want to hear something funny about this? So every time I go to your house, and we I pass White Castle. And I say, can I have White Castle? And you're like, no, we're not going to White Castle. I will also note White Castle is not even on our list of fast food places. Yeah. As as much as I I would like, (laughs) speak up a second. I could barely hear you. Say something. Say it again. Even below Domino's. (laughs) Below Domino's. Wow. That's low for you. I know. Um, yeah. So, I did see White Castle in the supermarket. And I don't yeah, know how, still, how does that work. They, I think you're just supposed to like shove them in the microwave or something. I don't know what it is. Uh, so my parents have actually had it. Okay. Before. I went to somebody's house and they, they served that. And then they said, what is this? Because it didn't taste Wait, right. Wait, somebody served them White Castle burgers. Yeah, that they bought at the supermarket. They, they, they shoved it in the oven. And then when they took it out, it was just like... I don't know if they were supposed to put it in the oven or what you're supposed to do with it. I'd imagine microwave. I mean, I'd imagine microwave because when you said soft burger, soft buns, it reminded me of White Castle. Where yeah. I mean, that's what they do. They steam everything. Right. So, like, if I'm expecting a bun to be the same consistency as, like, Jello, then I'll throw it in the microwave. But when I, <laughs> <laughs> but when I expect it to be, like, a bun bun... You know, no, I don't want it in the microwave. Yeah, exactly. And I microwave everything. That's, uh, I try not to. <laughs> Only leftovers. To yeah, truly right, microwave. right. I don't really cook anything, like, frozen or fresh in the microwave at all. Yeah, I'm trying to think what I actually cook in the microwave, because you're right. If it's like a canned food, it's it's technically a heat up. You're not really cooking it. If it's leftovers, so, it's a heat up. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of microwaves, um, I found this funny list. It says... You should speak up, too, while you tell me this list. All right. Uh, I found this funny list. It's yeah. called 15 Hilarious Unspoken Rules of the Workplace. 15. Guess where it's from. Uh, I don't know. Our, our most reliable of sources, Cosmo. Oh, another Cosmo. They're, I gotta say, Cosmo is O for one right now. They are. The, they are. They disappointed me. So the famous so ice cream they, list was better. I like yeah. the ice cream list. So these are unspoken rules of the workplace. Okay. Okay. And number one, the number one unspoken rule of the workplace. Wait, wait, wait. Is, Let me guess it. Let me guess it. Yeah. Number one. Number one unspoken rule. If oh. you if you listen to my segue into, into okay this, fine. fine you might fine. have you might have understood you you might be able to guess it oh no popcorn or fish in the microwave well popcorn is fine but fish yes no, no fish, fish in the microwave oh. it was the number one yeah Ooh. popcorn definitely not fine by the way people would burn it. Yeah. even if you cook it people are like mm, it smells like a bakery in here. <laughs> Yeah, I've been to a workplace and You've been to a workplace? Who, well, I mean like I went to a workplace that somebody had um microwaved fish 
and literally the whole hallway smelled of fish to the point that the owner of the company made it an official rule that you're not allowed to microwave fish wow. because it stank so bad all over the work the workplace. That kind of like, makes me worried, get. though. Why? Is my workplace now just like a big airplane where the air is just recycled? I mean, yeah, technically. Because, yes. like, I feel like at least that, <laughs> at least in an airplane, they can pull in outside air and shoot it out. Yeah, but can you imagine if they had to cook fish on an airplane? They do. They serve you fish. No, they serve you. They serve you pre-cooked fish, and it's already like ventilated to the point you just have to unseal it, and you're just like, here's a fish. <laughs> Still, it's fishy. Yeah. Oh. But it's not too bad. Yeah. So that was the number one rule of the workplace. I believe that. Um, I think we could all agree that that's a good rule. Mm-hmm. That's a, a rule okay. of my home, too. I try not to microwave fish. So the number two rule, um, and I feel like all of us can, can relate to this. If the meeting room is left open, any food that is left behind can be taken. <laughs> 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 I always call it, whenever I see it happen, I always say, oh, the vultures are so <laughs> That's true. They order like platters for lunch and then there's like cookie platters and like chip platters and sandwich platters. And then the meeting ends and like there's usually a gap between when the administrative assistant comes in and cleans it up or puts it somewhere. And right. like, you know, it's out there. And that's when people just kind of walk by. They're like, what is that? And they just. Oh, well, there's no one here. I guess we can mm -hmm. take it. <laughs> I think that is a. That is a taboo rule. I think that should not be an official rule at work. Even it's, a, on, it's an unwritten rule. I think it's a bad unwritten rule. You think it's a bad rule mm -hmm. to have vultures swoop in? Why? Mm -hmm. Because then you don't know if they're saving it for other people. Like it could be leftover meeting snacks. That's true. That's true. Sometimes. Then it's your responsibility. I feel like everyone knows that if you leave food out, vultures swoop in. You got to guard it, you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So if you know if you're trying to save it, you immediately, as the meeting ends, take that and shove it in a fridge or in your office. Or I something. do miss that at my old job. We used to do that all the time. It used to be like, oh, we're meeting so and so during lunch. What should we order? I'm like, I don't know, sandwiches, chips, cookies, whatever. As long yeah. as it's free and right here during work. <laughs> it's like, do you wanna do you wanna take your work break at your desk eating your leftover boring food or free? Takeout food at work. <laughs> it's always, yeah. You're yeah. just like, ah, oh, yeah. I gotta use my boring food tomorrow. I'll leave it in the fridge. I'll <laughs> leave it in the fridge. <laughs> now it'll be just, it'll be even worse tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's two day old leftovers. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, wait, does that rule, does that unwritten rule extend to things that are in the fridge at work? No. That I feel... But what if it's like, an opened container of something? It doesn't matter. You don't know if that's someone's lunch. Or well, let's say it's like... I've uh, always wondered what kind of monster 
goes into the work fridge <laughs> eat someone and else's lunch? stories all the time that and then they open up someone's lunchbox and like eat their bologna sandwich and close <laughs> it back up and put it right back in the fridge. <laughs> monster, you have to be. It's a hungry monster, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, so I'm thinking along the lines of like, there's milk in the fridge, and there's like regular milk, skim milk, there's like almond milk, and then somebody, and I don't drink coffee, so it doesn't bother me, but somebody will get coffee, and they'll open their fridge and be like, hmm, which one is safe to take? And then they just take one <laughs> and put in their milk. Well, if one is communal... How do you know if it's communal is what I'm saying? Uh, I assume, you know, you talk to people and be like, oh, let's let's get a communal milk or something. I don't know. I don't drink coffee. I don't know how So, these... But what if you're not part of this communal club? Like if you opened the fridge and you saw a whole thing of opened chocolate milk, is that allowed <laughs> for milk. just a glass? Even, you don't even add that into your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just have a glass of that whenever you want? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I have gotten into that predicament when you look in the freezer and you'll see boxes of, like, popsicles or Ooh. ice cream. And you're like, Ooh. did someone really just bring in all this for themselves? Wait, they brought, like, a box of eight ice cream sandwiches and, yeah, <laughs> and exactly. they're eating one a day? I guess. I don't know. And you're like, will they notice if one's gone? I know, I would definitely <laughs> notice. See, that I don't feel as monstrous about. I feel more monstrous if you're like, if you bring just one meal for today right. and somebody goes in and just eats your sandwich. You can't ever confuse. Does that happen? You know, yeah, I, I see stories on the internet all the time of people just constantly taking it. I, I think I've seen one where someone put a pass, like a passive, uh, passively aggressive post-it note that said, Please don't take my bologna sandwich again. I know <laughs> you're always stealing my bologna sandwich every day, and I'm going to catch you one day. <laughs> and then, there was a, then the person who stole it put another post-it note under it. It says, you'll never catch me. I'm <laughs> like a bologna. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, how much of that is just internet, like, you know, comedy? Where, like, somebody could I mean, just make that up but to be I funny. Do, I mean, okay. Let's you think you're gonna? Do you think you're gonna? To the people, if you guys have a story, that's right. That, that you you've been to work, you brought lunch. Someone just <laughs> flat out stole your lunch. Any piece of the lunch. lunch. Yeah, just any piece of it. Tell us below because he doesn't believe it. I'm Don't sure it happens it. all the time because you guys are monsters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think here's what I think is gonna happen. I think people who bring lunchables or frozen tv dinners or like pre-packaged food completely self-contained as a meal i think that gets stolen because somebody would be like i don't have a bag Ooh, in a bag like you know you bring a bag to work you won't just bring your lunchables well so well so brings lunchables <laughs> just an example but like in, in adults out there but... that's true <laughs> Pizza Lunchables. Um, you need to start upgrading to lean cuisine. <laughs> well, that's it. So, like, people would bring in their lean cuisines, and they'll yeah. have, like, four or five in the fridge for all different people, and they all knew which one they brought, so they'd take it and heat it up. But, right. you know, there was a bunch in there. You could just take one. 
We'll do it now. I yeah. guess so. <laughs> Until it's the one person who's like, where's my lean cuisine? <laughs> to be like, all the steal, it's only got 200 calories. <laughs> <laughs> I survive on this. <laughs> I want for the day. There was a, there was someone at my work um, who she was, she was thin and she had a lean cuisine every day. And I got hungry just watching her eat that lean cuisine. Because I was just like, how can you survive? And for those people who don't work in an office, office work requires additional food. I don't know why. It requires more than just a sandwich. You need a pre-lunch snack, a lunch, and then a post-lunch snack. <laughs> if you have to do a... a boredom at that that's point. right. If you, if you just have a sandwich at lunch and like a drink, no way you make it through the day. No way. There's no way. I'm getting hungry thinking about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, number three, I feel like we're going to skip because I don't really see it. But again, I'm not a coffee person, so I don't really know. It says don't use another person's mug. I don't. Uh, I don't know how I mean, that happens. It must happen because it was on the episode of The Office. That's right. That's right. When, when was it? Jim used Andy's mug oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they did do that. I, I feel like I would never do that though. You would take someone else's mug. No, I would never do that. That you would never take someone else's. Mug. Yeah. Oh, you know what? If I didn't have a glass, I would. Yeah. Let's say yours was dirty for some strange reason. You decided to. You know, drink some stolen chocolate milk for breakfast. And <laughs> <laughs> a coffee for lunch. It'd have to be more than dirty. It would have to be lost. Oh, okay. Like, there'd have to be no other cups. I'd have to be like, okay, can I drink this before Susan gets back? And then just... <laughs> you just flat out know you're stealing her cup. I would drink it and then wash it, yeah. Okay, so number four. Um, I don't know if it's really an unwritten rule. But everyone does this, but I and everyone gets upset when it happens to them. Okay. Okay. And it's uh, when you jam the copy machine, walk away as if everything is fine and leave it for someone else to fix it. So <laughs> I have a story for that. Oh, no. <laughs> two, I have two stories. Two stories. Okay. All right. But they're together. The first story was uh, essentially I was at a job where there was only one copier. And I needed to print stuff in a certain way, and there was only one printer that can do it. So when it right. did get jammed or it was out of paper, it sucked, but you had to kind of do it yourself. However, at my other jobs, when there's multiple printers, and you can decide where to send the print job, I will send it. And if it's out of paper, I will cancel it and send it to a different one. <laughs> I will just... <laughs> I, I will yeah. That's right. And it'll it'll get to the point where like if it's a big print job, like let's say I gotta print like ten presentations, all in color. So it's like one of the color printers, laser color printer. I'll I'll like take a quick walk down and see the printers be like, how's this one doing? So it's full ink, full paper? That one. <laughs> <laughs> see for me, I anticipate um when I print stuff I usually print in bulk. At work. In bulk, at, in bulk yeah, because you need to like add pieces of paper in like every shipment. And oh, so wow. I anticipate me running out of my stuff way ahead of time. Okay. So that way I can print my stuff. If it runs out of paper, somebody will need to print something. Oh, my <laughs> God. 
<laughs> there's no paper and change it and then i would finish whatever i have to do so i do it like the day before you know what kind of a monster are you <laughs> not a monster who steals bologna sandwiches from other people true but i am a monster that you know will make other people do my work for me <laughs> oh. yeah i can't imagine okay. i guess if you don't need printed stuff like right now kind of a thing yeah exactly well i know ahead of time when I'm going to need it. I'll be like, oh, have enough for today, but not for tomorrow. So let me just print it now and right. hope everything gets resolved. All right, so tomorrow. what? So what is the rule about printing when someone else is using the printer? So with some of the printers... Oh, I just you, send it right in the queue. Ah, uh, so you're a rookie. A rookie? With some of the printers, you can you can either pause... Or cancel other people's jobs. Oh my so god! Like, could, cancel people's I would, job. What I would do is I would pause it so they would go lower than me on the queue. So like, let's say they have three jobs, uh -huh. I'll pause like two and three. I'll print three jobs and then I'll resume theirs. So when they're printing, they're like papers coming out and then like they still like, what is this? It's not mine. I'm like, oh, hmm, looks like mine got through. And then like I'll take it. <laughs> And it, it, it's especially important when they have big jobs. Oh, you know my what goodness. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's, I gotta. I guess I gotta learn those tricks, but it's okay. I already print way ahead of time. That it doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't need mine right away. Right. Right. Okay. So number five is, and we kind of touched on this in the past. There are designated number two bathrooms. Definitely. We already touched on this one. Yeah. Every office has their own designated number two bathroom. Mm -hmm. Um, number six is if I'm wearing headphones, I don't want to talk to you. Hmm. <laughs> you see that, people all that, the time that you're like, do I talk to this person? Cause they're just like listening to music. Or see, something. that sounds like a gym etiquette, not a work etiquette. Cause at work, even if they're on a call, if I come by your desk, I expect you to either put yourself on mute and answer something or tell me to email you or whatever the case is right because if i see you with headset on music or not i'm there because there's something important right but what Although, about small talk? i think it's referring to like oh small talk, small talk? Yeah. i think i think you can't get around that either if i saw you with your headset listening especially <laughs> listening to music listening to music i'd be like what are you listening to steve i'm bored <laughs> and then like <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Okay. Number seven is kind of in the same category. If you want to listen to music, you should use headphones or earphones instead of Makes just sense. blast it through some speaker. Yeah, I think that's normal. I think that's a real rule. I don't even think that's unwritten. Right. All right. Number eight uh, is kind of like a big summary of the previous ones that we've had on the list. It says, don't touch my stuff. So if you have hmm. your designated desk or your stuff, like your pen, people shouldn't touch it. You know, you know I don't think that's a real rule. Because I definitely don't abide by that rule. Uh, number nine is really, really freaking weird. I don't know what it means. Okay. Tell me an expression. Please don't suck the marrow from a bone at your desk. I guess maybe don't do personal things at your desk. I don't know. I've never heard that expression, hmm. but it, then it just says, yes, that happened. So maybe it, it literally means don't suck marrow from 
phone at your desk, which is really weird. I don't yeah, know that sounds it's... like a, a sexual type of thing, so probably, <laughs> probably not. Probably shouldn't do that at work also. No, don't do that at work. <laughs> um, when you're... What? Oh, when your boss asks where your work wife is... Say she had a home emergency, even if you know she left early from work. And then message her immediately so she, she knows what the story is. Your work wife. Uh, so you don't know about work wives and work husbands? I'm, I'm not I'm not work married, no. <laughs> it's basically like somebody in the opposite gender that's basically basically acts like your husband or wife, but only in at work. You Why know? would I want that? That it just happens sometimes. It's like just... all the work of a wife. <laughs> I think it just happens. I don't think you want it. It just happens. Okay. Like you become like good friends with someone of the opposite gender, but then they're like, like sometimes they're nagging you for things. You know, hmm. it'll be like that. I'm glad that's the only thing you thought about when you thought of work wife. Nagging. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Steve. <laughs> Do you have a work wife then? Uh, no, I don't. Or a work husband? Is that allowed? I, 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 is that PC? Like people at work would tell me I have a work wife, but I never would have a work Can your work wife be your boss? Um, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Is your work wife your boss? No, I don't think so. Ah. <laughs> All right. Um, These are getting worse and worse. Are there any good are. ones left? I'm like really trying. Uh, one is... Okay, I'll, I'll skip the next one. Yeah, skip the ones that suck, because yeah. some of these suck. The next now. one is 3 p.m. on a Friday afternoon equals 5 p.m. on any other work. Hmm, so that's an interesting one, because that used to be true. Used to be true. Used to be true. Now we have the problem of a lot of people work with people in different time zones. Oh, right. So does that also mean that you know, 9 a.m. is really like 11 p 11 a.m. in some zones. No, no, I think it's just saying you pretty much check out. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like imagine it's imagine it's a Monday, at work, and everybody and everybody you work with doesn't. Yeah, and like everyone doesn't come in till like noon. <laughs> like. Yeah, I guess that's that's sort of in the same boat. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, there are people who do like their full nine to five. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all the other good ones. There's a lot of just weird ones that seem oddly specific and must be just like a cosmo. Yeah, yeah. But when I first found this list, it got me to thinking about just in general all these unwritten rules, and I found one that's also not from Cosmo, so might be a little bit better. But it's, a, it's called 10 Random and Funny Unwritten Laws of Life that are Relatable. So, hmm. unwritten laws in life in general. So wait, these and are the unwritten laws? Of life, yeah. Like, hmm. picture like the law of gravity. Okay. But having to do with like people's lives. Okay. So, like, big overarching hmm. Got principle it. laws. Like, work okay. provides you pay. Sure, but they're... They're just gonna they're gonna be funny. And okay, because that wasn't funny. No, obviously. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so number one. Yeah. It's called the law of mechanical repair. It says after your hands become coated with grease, 
And I feel like this is should be just in anything. If your hands are coated in something, your nose will automatically begin to itch and you'll hmm. have to pee. Hmm. I feel like that always happens. That like does happen. You have cheese on your hands. Don't ask mm -hmm. me how I have cheese on my hands. But I have cheese on my hands and, you know. I can see that. Itch or you have paint, you know. Your nose just is automatically you itchy. Know, I don't know. I've never seen you get Cheetos on your nose. <laughs> and you, like, I, I, I lick it off my fingers. Yeah, but you <laughs> eat a lot of Cheetos. <laughs> I definitely have it all over everywhere. Right. Is this the same as like when something doesn't work and I try to show you and it like then it works and I was like saying it doesn't work the whole time? Ah, uh, way to just go ahead. That was. I'm sorry for knowing yeah, everything. Come on. Sorry. It's number six. It was called the law of the result. When you try to prove someone that a machine won't work, it will, and vice versa. <laughs> You'll be like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. I don't know what it is. And then they go and use it, and they're like, I don't know. It looks perfectly fine to me. Yeah. He's like, No, I swear it wasn't working a second ago. <laughs> that happens a lot. Okay. Okay. It happened to me just like last week at work or something. I had one of those mornings where one of nothing, those mornings. Well, not, none of my none of the machines were working oh, okay. to the point that I just left my entire workstation and just took over someone else's because I was like, Dang. I'm done. Because I tried to fix it and I ended up breaking two systems. <laughs> I tried to fix oh it. And my I was like, god! I'm, I'm just not gonna try to fix it. And then I told like a manager and they called someone in to fix it the next day. And literally, what they said was, "Oh, they fixed it. They just unplugged it and replugged it." Oh! And I said, "I tried that. I <laughs> did that like three times, and it didn't. It didn't work. Obviously, well, I know about unplugging and plugging it back in. But the one time this person did it, mm. it worked." <laughs> do, you, do you think that the IT guy or whoever the machine guy? is like very smug and he goes around and fixes problems and then he tells people oh you just have to plug it back in like oh, an issue. you know what i thought about that in my head oh <laughs> did you <laughs> it happened i was like i did that so many times on both machines and it wasn't working so i don't know how it worked for him i bet you he did something different mm -hmm. and also unplugged it and plugged it back in and somehow mm -hmm. saying oh i just unplugged it and plugged it back in you know mm -hmm. That's exactly right. I know. I, I do that you. to people sometimes too. What? You monster. Well, like I simple I simplify it. I simpl <laughs> <laughs> I simplify it so we don't have to have a discussion around it. Uh, like if somebody said, "Oh man, it was broken. Thank you. Show me how to fix it so I can fix it again." And you're like, "Oh man, they'll never fix this on their own. It's so complicated." It's just like <laughs> I just plugged it back in. It seemed to work. <laughs> and then they're like, "Ah, oh, got it." Oh, maybe that maybe that is what they did instead. Yeah. Okay. So the second is one everyone should know. It's called the law of gravity, but it's with a twist. So it's anything that can, any like tool, nut, bolt, screw, or anything that can roll is going to roll to the least accessible corner of the room. <laughs> <laughs> like underneath, you know, your TV stand or underneath a desk, you know, it's always ends up rolling to Timbuktu. <laughs> <laughs> I I yeah. thought I, I thought you were gonna say something funny about the law of gravity. I thought it was gonna be 
as you age, everything just sags. <laughs> Anything that could sag, sags. Anything that can sag will sag. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my arms sagging. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, so I know it happens all the time. Then you roll your you roll your eyes and you're like, oh, my God, get on your hands and knees. Go grab like a broom or something to try and mm-hmm. fish that out of wherever it is. You know, always happens. Okay, number three, the law of probability. This one's really funny. The probability of being watched is directly proportional to the stupidity of your act. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, people do some stupid stuff. Something cool all the time, and then you say, oh, did you see that? And everyone's like, no, I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. You know? But as soon as you do something stupid, you trip, you like you know, fall on a cake or I don't know mm-hmm. what, but everyone's seen it and everyone will make fun of you at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah. That one seems right. Okay. Next one. The law of random numbers. If you dial a wrong number, number, you never get a busy signal and someone always answers. Hmm. I, that, I could see that being true. Yeah. I always, Who dials I, wrong numbers? I don't know. This day and age, I don't think too many people dial wrong numbers anymore. But I feel like in the past, when you used to like not just Google numbers and just click call, oh yeah, or yeah. you know, you had to like physically punch in numbers. People punch mm-hmm. in wrong numbers all the time. And I've had a story in the past where someone called me and I told them it was the wrong number, and then they would they say, "What? This isn't this number." And I told them, no, that's not the right number. You're, you're oh, wait, so they, they called you and they were like, I was expecting to call number 5678. And you're like, this yeah. is not 5678. This is not 5678. Five, like, are you sure? It's like, yes, I'm sure. No, you're lying to me. This is definitely <laughs> like, I definitely dialed 5678. It's like, no, you didn't because it's the wrong number. And this is not the number you dialed. And I'm like, okay. And then they hung up and then call again. I said, this is the same person. You dialed the number wrong again. They're like, that's not even possible. Like, oh I don't know what you, <laughs> what did they... you keep dialing this number wrong. You should have just pretended to be someone else. Yeah, at that point. <laughs> like, so, yeah, yeah, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I think you told me this story before because I used the technique when I got a wrong number dialed. When somebody called and was like, hey, is Rob there? And I was like, no, nah, he's not, not here right now. And they were like, oh, okay, can I call back later? I was like, yeah, whenever he's free. And that was it. <laughs> Never called back. So um, one time I called – I tried to call you. Hmm. And it's pretty easy to do because I'm in your phone. I accidentally called your house at home. Oh. And your dad picked up. And hmm. you sound a lot like your dad. Do I? And so I was just like laughing and joking right off the bat. And your dad was like – being really weird like uh who is this like, oh, very funny i like it. that was a good joke i was like uh no i don't know who this is <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> giving my parents strokes <laughs> but he wasn't answering my questions i was like is this not like is this not jim and he wasn't answering because uh i think i told you the story and you said because um Supposedly, they're, your parents are worried that scam callers will try to call oh, them. Oh yeah, and, and you say yes. Yes or no? Yes, yes. He was never answering my question. <laughs> That's like, so funny. Up, you know, and I was like, I don't know what happened there. Yes. But I called 
I mean, didn't answer. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, you guys should watch out for that. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. They might have kind of cleaned that up. But there used to be big scammers where they'd call and they'd be like, you know, hey, is this Jim? And then you'd be like, yes. And what they would do is they'd have on the, at the same time another, another call, call, a three-way three call. call. And, and they'd, they'd be, be like, like signing you up for a credit, credit card, card or something. something. And that'd be like your voice authentication would be actually you saying yes. Crazy stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard that before, but I couldn't see it. I mean, it's in the realm of possibility these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so the next one is the law of close encounters. Close encounters? Yeah. The probability of meeting someone you know increases dramatically when you're with someone you don't want to be seen with. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this doesn't really happen to me because I, I don't typically hang out with people that I don't want to be seen with. No, but... it, it happens when you're younger, like when you're yeah. in middle school or high school and your parents come. It's like the one time your mom comes, the whole class is full. And like everybody yeah. is like – Everybody's not doing anything, and your mom interrupts the whole classroom or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's another one also. I've, I see that all the time. I don't know if it's on the list, but when, let's say you're, you were studying, and you were studying all night, and then you finally took a break to play like an hour video oh, yeah. game or something, mm -hmm. that's when your mom would show up and be like, I thought you were studying. I have been. I swear it's the one hour that I decided to take a break. Like, yeah, okay, well, you know, the whole time I've come to check on you. <laughs> Every time I checked on you, yeah. you were playing games. I was like, well, that's because you didn't check on me when I was actually studying. <laughs> yeah. We were we were bad students when we were younger. <laughs> it's okay. It worked out in the end. Worked out in the end. <laughs> Okay, so number six was skip because we already went through. That was the law of result. Hmm. Um, number seven, the law of biomechanics. The severity of the itch is inversely proportional to the reach. So hmm. the harder it is to reach somewhere, the ease, the worse the itch is. <laughs> I know I've had this, and I've Wait. had to like. Oh, inversely proportional to the reach. They could have just said proportional to the distance trying to, trying to sound fancy yeah they could have just said proportional to distance yeah yeah well of where you can reach so yeah. it's just like right in the center of your back where you just can't reach it unless you got long arms mm. i don't know if you can reach I, I don't have that problem i can reach anywhere i have yeah, long okay. arms yep. <laughs> i have short arms and i got like a little bit of blockage <laughs> <laughs> yeah there used to be a thing where like you had to do like yeah, I forget how you did it. You had to like reach back and do it. And I remember yeah. I did it and my sister could do it like pretty easily. And both my parents couldn't do it. <laughs> it might also just come with age. Like you can maybe try it sure. now. I mean, I'm feeling old now, right now. But um, yeah, I know I've, I've had some itches in certain sections of the back that I'll have to use an edge of a wall or something. To... No shame. There's no shame in that, Steve. <laughs> But then that goes into the other law of the stupidity of the act. Everyone, someone always catches me doing that. <laughs> you know, like, Steve, are you twerking on the wall? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what, what are you, a bear? What's going on? <laughs> Have you ever had that happen where you get, like, uh, you pull that muscle right in your back? Like, um, like on the wings of your back? 
Uh-huh. And and like it's like right back right back there. Right. And right. it's like a little below your shoulder and you're like your back muscles there. And like to get it, you just have to be right up against the corner of a wall, just like smush yeah, it just in. Yeah, just to smush it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. tried to massage it with my other arm. No, it's not. Or whatever, and then I end up like hurting this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just trying to reach in like the other one. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's weird because like when you have a sore muscle and you're like sore from exercising, but it's a good sore. You know, massaging feels good, but also you could stretch, or also like you know, it's. It's it's not a pain, but like right. when you like pull a muscle like a tear or whatever, it actually hurts and like you want to get it and just like beat it in. Well, there's there's certain ones because I know I've pulled my back before and I didn't want anything touching. <laughs> <laughs> just You're... wanted to lie down straight, not do anything. <laughs> that was a bad one. That was the worst one I've had. Wow. Okay, number eight, the law of the theater and arena. At any event, the people whose seats are furthest from the aisle always arrive last. They are the ones who will leave their seats several times to go for food, beer, or the toilet, and who leave early. The folks in the aisle seats come early, never move once, have long gangly legs or big bellies, and stay to the bitter end of the performance. I think that's trying to say um, you get upset when you're in the back because the people in front of you just never seem to leave. Hmm. That you can't get, like, a better view. Oh. Yeah, because, like, you know, I always sit on the aisles because I do pee during the movies. That's right. And I can't imagine why anyone who does that would want to sit in the middle. <laughs> like, is it fun scooching past people? Like, walking past people. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing yeah, with air... I was going to say, on, on airplanes, yeah. yeah, on long, long trips, um, it depends. If it's at night... I like the window, and then I'll take the hit for climbing over people just because I'll have my head against the wall to right. sleep. It's a lot better than trying to sleep in place. Yeah, it's hard. Know. Um, But if it's during the day, yeah, aisle seat all the way, so that way you can just get up and mm-hmm. walk around, stand up. And yeah, I do, I, I do the aisle, and like I actually don't mind when people ask me to get up or even if they wake me up because – you should kind of get up anyway throughout the plane, walk around, or just, like, stand up. It's not good to sit for that long. It's like, if you get up every, you know, hour because the guy next to you has to get up, that's still fine. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but you do feel like you're inconveniencing people. Well, they'll feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) I feel fine. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, I did have it on one of my trips. I had it where the person had the the window and this was like a seven hour flight she didn't get up and not only did she not get up she didn't even get food or water like we sat on the plane boom she's out like we didn't even take off yeah yeah i've seen that happen she might have taken medicine or something because she just literally passed out and then (laughs) the food people came and i looked at her and i was like i don't think she wants to wake up like, there's sometimes you could tell people are kind of in and out, and they're, like, looking for the food, you know. But this yeah. girl definitely didn't. So then, like, the second course comes later on, didn't. And then when dessert came, I was just like, at this point, you missed your meal. You don't get dessert. Like, that's how it <laughs> I'll take her dessert. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happens. Like, with the, with the meals, sometimes they have, like, the meal tray, and then they'll give you, like, a piece of bread, a salad, and then, like, a cookie. 
And when she didn't right. want hers, I was like, cookie times two. <laughs> I'll take hers. <laughs> yeah, I'll take hers. I don't want it to go to waste. Um, yeah. Okay, so number nine. Murphy's Law of Lockers. If there are only two people in a locker room, they will have adjacent locker. I don't know. I don't know how often that happens. No. I mean, someone seems to be. I've been traumatized while picking yeah, this list. Someone was definitely traumatized. Because <laughs> in our locker room, that almost never happened. Yeah, even in gym locker rooms, like I don't typically have, um, you know, somebody immediately adjacent. Yeah. I mean, I me. remember we had. I had some of my friends near me in my gym locker room for like changing for gym or whatever sport we did, but it was really rare that like. We were all there at the same time and like all changing right next to each other with the lock. Like, I don't, I don't even, maybe once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it does get awkward. If there's like the multi-level ones. Oh yeah. And somebody has the locker above you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, how do we manage this without like someone being in someone's crotch? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I don't know how you did it in gym, but like we would get our clothes and then change to the side of the lockers because yeah. there wasn't a lot of room near the lockers yeah you would do it on the bench yeah on the yeah. bench right so like you would just take your clothes off the locker and then you'd change back there and the other guy could come in and get his stuff yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah okay so let us know if you guys hmm. traumatize you frequently because i don't think it's happened to either of us yeah okay last one the law of logical argument Anything is possible if you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I feel like this one could be a whole episode. Just, okay. you know, whenever you try to argue with people, they start throwing in facts all over the place. And, you know, like, you remember that time you did this? I was like, what? When? <laughs> when did I do that? I've never done that. Right. I guess you have. You've done it several times on several occasions. Mm-hmm. Like, well, how do I remember a single time? <laughs> so I, I think we could take that and make a real law out of it. In our, and I'm guilty of this just as much. In, oh. in all arguments, people go straight to the extremes. You just said it. It's like oh, that's right. Yeah. Instead of instead of just arguing or talking about whatever, they they go straight to the always and never. Like right. You know, you've never liked ice cream. Now you want ice cream. It's like you've—I'm sure you've had ice cream before, right? It's like those kind of arguments. Yeah, and yeah. Exactly. Then, then you have to say, "Remember that one time I had ice cream with you?" And then I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, but that wasn't ice cream. That was frozen yogurt." And like, you know, and now, <laughs> right? And now you're arguing over things that have nothing to do with the ice cream. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I know. If you ever try to have a political or religious argument with anybody, you know, sometimes people will just be hypocritical. And how do you even argue with people who are hypocritical? If you're like, you say, you give an argument one way, and then someone says, oh, well, what about in this occasion? Like, oh, well, that's a different story. (laughs) That doesn't count because we're talking about this. Ah, mm-hmm. but that's like in that specific context. You're like, what? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that happens all the time. We we might have to do an episode on arguing because we argue a lot. You and me argue a lot. We do sometimes. But we're but we I feel like we kind of we argue almost 
almost kind of like how how a team would argue where you arguing but only because you both you want the other person to not only agree but like be in the right place right whether it's like a food or whether it's like you know something more serious whereas a, other people argue to just be right and i think that's yeah. also in and of itself kind of funny like yeah. i'm not I mean, it's not that we never argue to be sure. the correct one sure yes i'm we try to, try to, but I think it, it's rare that Jim and I argue to the point of being angry at each other. <laughs> oh, it's, it's rare. We've we've had a few fights. Actually, I can only remember one fight really. Oh, there was a one a long time ago we had at my parents' house, and I remember we had a fight, and this was back in the in that playroom area, and I don't remember huh. anything about the fight. I just remember. I was I only remember that we fought and we were upset at each other and that room had two computers and we turned our backs to each other and we're like, I'm not playing games with you anymore. <laughs> so I didn't uh, like, I didn't leave your house. You I were still, my, well, this was back during like high school and middle, whenever we were together. So like maybe high school and like, you couldn't leave. I think it was like a mom drop off kind of a situation. Oh. Yeah, and then yeah. I, I think what happened was you wanted to go home because of the fight or I asked you to go home or whatever. We were trying to right. leave and my mom came in and was like, you two are so nice. Don't argue. And then we were like, OK, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and that was it. It was probably past the moment anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was past the moment. Mm -hmm. I know that happens. That probably happens to a lot of people where you're mm -hmm. like. You feel it right in the moment, and then you'll wait like 15 minutes or something, and you'll say, you know what? That person was right. <laughs> <laughs> but in that moment, no, they were dead That's wrong. That's right. They say otherwise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting because like with some people, being right is more important than like the, the, the experience you're, you're having. And right. if you have friends or family like that, you – what's that? Drives you crazy? crazy? Yeah. So like, but you might to when, if you realize that you realize the other person is like wrong or the other person is unwilling to have a conversation. They're like arguing. You right. might just concede and be like, you know what? I know they're wrong, but I'm going to agree. So we get past this because I'm uncomfortable or like right. I'm in a bad place. And like now they're just yeah. insulting me. <laughs> you know? I don't want so, because I'm. I'm a type of person that, um, you don't. You know, I don't really care about things a lot, and so if someone's gonna be dead set in an <laughs> argument, I'll just be like, "All right, whatever. I'm just gonna move on." You know, <laughs> unless you're dead set. Yeah, there, it's it's there's very rare occurrences that I'm dead set. Well, it depends, but. When we for, play for games, most... when we play games, all these rules are out the window too. By the way, like that is in the gaming moment whether it's soccer our main arguments happened in games oh yeah for sure and as soon as the games end it's like as if it never happened which is really weird <laughs> like you can you can com compartmentalize your friendship you know like oh we remember we were playing that one game it was you me and the two other uh friends we had and um oh. it was a board game and we were like trying to decide what to do as a group and I was going one way, um, 
and I think you were in the middle, and the other person was going the other way, and then the fourth person just like didn't care. Oh, I remember this. And game. we were just yelling, literally oh, yelling, and my and yeah, <laughs> and we were yelling to the point where like we didn't even care to win. I was like, "That's it! I'm gonna sabotage all of you for not agreeing." And then <laughs> you guys are like, "No, but if we agree, we're gonna be lost. But if we don't agree, we're gonna get sabotaged. What are we gonna do?" And I feel like there needs to be some context here because I know exactly what happened. This is a game where some of the players are actually trying, like the way they win is if everyone else loses. No, no, not that game. Not that I'm talking game? about the other game where I shot you. <laughs> okay, that so... that did happen, and I did get very upset. <laughs> and I, it's. In the game shoot. I didn't actually Right, shoot. right. I was talking about the one where we were at your house and we had to choose a direction to go. And oh, I, I wanted okay. to go one way, which looked like right. a shortcut. But I I, but we yet. didn't explore it. Yeah. And one of the other players on our team wanted to go the other way. And unfortunately, you need to agree on where you need to go in that game. Yeah, and you need to that's right. That's right. Tries to mediate that by making one person the like leader, that's and right. they have the say of it all. Was I the leader for that uh, one? And I, I had. To well, what ended up happening was, we each get to be a leader at some point, yeah. and when it was my turn to be the leader, I just went and did the thing, even though <laughs> you guys didn't agree. Yeah, no matter what we were doing, we were like in right. the middle of something. You're like, no, no, I'm the leader now. We're going yeah, back. I'm like, yep, we're going back. Wasting our time to go this way. Yeah. That's right. Perfectly sabotaged right. everything. And we were, doing. and in that game, we were yelling a lot, like a That's lot right. of arguing. But yeah. in retrospect, it's weird because as soon as we like close up the game, it's like, what do you want to eat? You know, yeah. it's like, literally. <laughs> but I, I, I think that also I says something. You know. Yeah, yeah I think show. that says something about our friendship too, and and maybe how we are as people. Like, I'm not going to hold a grudge on anybody. It, I'd rather just remove it from, you know, the situation. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to tell the story, though, about, and I don't know if it's going to. The gonna, one where you shot me? I shot you. Yeah. You were wrong, if that's what you want to. I was, I was wrong, but he was being hella suspicious. <laughs> suspicious. Was, it was like the beginning of the game, and he just says, Steve shoot that guy one of our other friends and i was like why obviously whatever he did steve means he's trying to sabotage us i was like why he just i mean it could be anything he just played that he it could mean anything he's like no steve shoot him shoot him or i will shoot him <laughs> shoot that that was an ultimatum to me at that point and i was like oh my god what am i gonna do at this point and those two, Jim and this other guy, were just yelling at each other to the top <laughs> of their lungs and just arguing about what they were going to do, who was sabotaging who. And I said, screw it, Jim, I'm shooting you. <laughs> what? That wasn't even part of the thing. That's it. I'm shooting you, Jim. <laughs> you played that game like people vote in elections. <laughs> I literally gave you facts and you were like... Wait, first of all, I, I do want to clarify to everyone he was also wrong i was also wrong but i was less wrong than you 
no, no, you acted all crazy. No, I was I was less wrong. Like what you did was worse. <laughs> shooting me was worse than shooting him. We're starting the argument again. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happens in elections like that. We're like, I'm explaining things to Steve. And he's like, you know what? I don't like the way you're explaining it to me. Boom, boom. Gotcha. <laughs> what? Wild card. <laughs> that's right. Wild card. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was a fun game. Um, but yeah, we do argue a lot. But it's for fun. We'll have to yeah. do an episode on arguing like greatest arguments or silliest arguments we've seen. Cause I've seen a lot of silly ones. Uh, things on like arguments on Twitter would be funny to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of good ones. Oh yeah. There's a lot of good ones. But anyways, it looks like uh, we're just about out of time. Did you want to leave any closing arguments? <laughs> closing arguments? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I guess I'll say, you know, since, since, since the quarantine's lifting, I'm going to put a prediction in now for the quarantine COVID cases. I mean, you're welcome to put one in too. Okay. So here's my prediction. What, like an actual number? Or you just no, no, just like what we think is going to happen. So I think what's going to happen is on the area that we are, the East Coast, they're going to lift the quarantine in the phases like they're doing. And it will steady off and then slowly, slowly decline. And we'll always have a few COVID cases around, but there won't be that many for the next few months. But I think for the West Coast and for the Midwest, it's going to rise. They're going to also open because everybody wants to be equal. And then That's right. they will open <laughs> and it will be bad, especially in like California area. Yeah. And then what I actually think numbers are going to rise here with everything opening, but everyone's just gonna try to ignore it oh so you think they're gonna be <laughs> like they're yeah. gonna so you think the numbers gonna go up but the news and the people are gonna say yeah covid still looks like it's on its way down you know we're all opening yeah, up everything's yeah, good you know, up and down. who knows what's gonna happen mm -hmm. yeah interesting yeah. so what is your prediction for how it'll be in, impacted when they start opening airports internationally but also here locally yeah that's I don't know. That's what worries me the most. This when you start traveling and bringing people together all over the place. Yeah. That's that's what worries. Well, we'll have to see you next time. Yep. Uh, anyways, thanks again, everyone, for joining. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitter, um, and any of your podcast uh, sites. Um, we are cre creativity level zero, but on Instagram, we are creativity underscore level underscore zero, the number. Thanks so much. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.